Yo, welcome to the 24 Report. This is your co-host, Will and Derek. Shout out, Kobe. We see it. Kobe. We see it. We can't see it. Same hoodie that the book wore. We see it. Bro, I love it. Kobe, GG. We see it. Oh, that is nice. When'd you get that? Christmas. Damn, bro. Right? Right? Damn. Oh, you got to see the back. The stuff on the back. All that. That's fresh. That's fresh. That bro, it's like the that piece of art. You saw that that uh the piece of art I posted on Instagram of Shaq yeah, yeah, and Kobe, yeah. right? That I think it's man. It's gonna be on my wall in my room, bro. And I cannot wait. wait. We'll get that. we'll get that on the on the social channel once I get back home. Right. Sounds I'm still good. Go right now. Try to take advantage of this natural light I got coming in. Hitting right now, yeah, as you can I'm see. Blowing, I'm blowing, bro. Times it over there. It's like five. Oh, the five. Five, five fifteen. Yeah, we're right at that with that perfect five, hour five, right five, now. Okay. I'm gonna lose that shit in like twenty minutes, so I'm gonna take no advantage right good. now. Um, I mean, listen, we haven't talked in a minute, although we talk, we always talk, right? Like me and you text, but like, we haven't talked to the people about the Lakers yeah, in yeah. A minute. and there's been a lot that has happened. I mean, we were in a downswing for a period and I mean, at least for our entire season, we were in a downswing, but, uh, on a nice little three game winning streak right now. Um, some Com- new faces. Compliments of LeBron. Bro, let's just, let's just start there, bro. LeBron, that man. I'm glad he gets his flowers while he's around, even though some people hate on him. I don't know how you can hate on him, bro. Like, averaging, what, 20, 28 points a game right now, give or take? Yeah. I mean, and in his last stretch, he's had, what, he had a career uh, season high uh, in the last couple games, I think 43, right? Uh, 39, he had 36, he had 33. He's just on the right now. And just aligned up with his assist totals and his rebounds and just everything else he's doing. I don't know. There's not I, much to I, say I, about it. I mean, I think last night that you know that little after that and one when he looked at when he looked at the bench or Tristan Thompson, they want to say I don't think he was looking at Tristan. He was just bro, looking at the bench. They said he was, bro. But like, I mean, for a man that's getting, I mean, that right there like, just solidified. I think that he was just frustrated, and you could just see that right there was all the frustration. Just like I'm really that guy. Like I have to put everyone on my back right now. I was bro. a tough bucket too. I was against our man Damian Jones, uh, have it be. I mean, I love the dude. Like, I still wish he was a Laker. I'm not gonna lie, although, like, I don't know how helpful he would really would have been. Yeah. I don't know why he was guarding LeBron James too. That was like a pick and roll you need to play through. You cannot have Damian Jones on LeBron James. Like, that's just no, not fair. Um, but no, LeBron has been doing what he needs to do, and like, I mean, there's really not much more to say to that. I feel like there are definitely a lot of other areas we probably want to cover on the Lakers, but uh, to me, LeBron is doing what we need him to do. I think we talked about this. Uh, you know, in, in preparing for this this episode, is the bigger concern is is the minutes he's taking at center. Uh, Want to yeah. be careful with that. You know, you could see it in a couple of these games where by the fourth quarter you could see it taking a bearing on him, and yeah. you know, because of that, I think we need to be very smart about how we uh, play him at the five, but play him in general. Uh, you know, spotting games. It's it's sad because like obviously the whole. Russell Westbrook trade, you know, we'll, we'll talk about him, but the whole idea of bringing him in was the aspect to load manage LeBron a little bit. And that has not been the case. There's been no load management, right? Like, and obviously AD being out plays a role in that too. And, and LeBron spoke to that yesterday where uh, it was mad funny. He actually posted a clip where he actually talked about he got an award last year from the NBA uh, for playing the most minutes in the NBA, which is absolutely insane. 
That's insane. Just, like, I didn't even know that. Yeah, know that yeah. yeah, they said that. And the league actually sends an award to the people that, like, you know, when you lead in a certain category. And so he's like, yeah, he's like, he like, honestly, he's like, this year I'm, I'm averaging 37 minutes, 35 minutes a game. And he's like, that's kind of nice compared to what I'm used to. He's like, last year, obviously, I, you know, led the league in, I think, at 42 or 43 minutes a game. Bro, year year what what year is it again? Can we can? Uh, year eighteen. 19? Year eighteen. Nineteen. Is it nineteen? It's nineteen. Am I wrong? I might be wrong. I'm pretty sure it's year nineteen. You take a look. Double check that. But anything else you want to flag on LeBron while we're on that? I mean, I, I just think the biggest thing for me is we need to find a way to play him a little bit more cautiously. Uh, I don't want to burn him. And I don't want to get him to the point where, like, this is where, like, those freak injuries happen, right? This is where those, like, I'm slightly fatigued in the fourth quarter and you get that injury. So that's my biggest concern with LeBron. But otherwise, keep doing what you're doing, man. Like, you can't ask anything else from LeBron at, at this point in his career. It's insane. And the fact that he wants to play with – he wants to play with Bronny means he might eclipse, you know, 22 years in the league, which is just right. insane. He really might. And I wouldn't be surprised if he actually did it, so – was that um, right? Is it 19 years? Is this 19, 19 season? 19, 19 years. Wow. Sheesh, damn. Been watching uh, for that long. Goodness. <laughs> oh, Think about it. Wild. Oh, wow. Yeah. Not a lot of words for damn. that, right? Just damn, bro. Just keep doing your thing. But anything else to flag on that? Yeah. On um, quick shout out to LeBron. Um, only thing, like you said, to, uh, him playing the five. I know it's I know it's out of situation. He they they need him to play the five. Um I would just watch it, pay attention to it. I'll probably have him at the five for games where that five man isn't uh, a brute force. Like when we played the Timberwolves, Carl Towns, you know, you could see big, bigger, active, more aggressive fives are trying to, you know, impose their will on him. And he's not the same, you know, player that he was six, seven, eight years ago. This was Miami LeBron playing the five. Now that's a different story. You know what I mean? But he's still, he's still 36. He's yeah. 36, but um, that's uh, we don't need him at the five too often. But shit, I mean, and, and listen, this is this is not he's not a storyline of our game uh, of what we're gonna talk about today. He's not really a focus. But Dwight, like what Dwight is, what Dwight did last night, we can get uh, that type of uh, production a, from him. He's a defensive man. Fourteen and fourteen, you know, fourteen points, fourteen boards. I mean, I was watching the game uh, before last night, not against Sacramento, but against Minnesota, where it was like the most frustrating game to watch us get no rebounds and especially offense, like defensive rebounds. We couldn't rebound the ball for shit. That's obviously because we're playing with a small lineup, but I also just think it's effort. Like players aren't making the effort to get it. I'm glad to see DeAndre Jordan. No man. That's all you can ask. That's all I would ask from him, right? Like just to dispel some of the minutes of putting anybody else at the five, let him sit there um, and let him get those minutes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Um, cool. All right. The next thing I want to touch on, uh, I want to spend some time on this because I, I really love it. And I love what we're seeing from him. Um, and it's literally what we've cried all season, right? It's, it's, we need a wing defender, someone with length, someone like a Trevor Ariza, who, you know, we were begging for waiting for him to come back. And we've seen the difference he's made. Um, just, just literally having that length and that uh, ability. But what I wanted on top of that, like we talked about, was someone who would give that effort, right? Like that extra effort on the defensive end. And Stanley Johnson has been everything. And more than what we could have ever expected to get from Stanley Johnson. At, you know, uh, a guy who was on the streets available, we pull him in and the man's playing like he knows this is probably one of his last chances to like really crack and in. And he's playing at home. He's from Cali, you know? 
I've been following, I follow Stanley Johnson through like uh, ball his life growing up in high school and stuff like that. Physical, a mm-hmm. uh, big, uh, like forward guard type player, wing. Basically, he's a wing. Um, shot improved. He's improved. He's worked on his shot. Never really had the jump shot. It wasn't consistent, but he had everything else. And it's good to just see that he figured out. He's trying. He's figuring out a role in the NBA. You know what I mean? So best to do it on the Lakers. This is the, you know you get the most amount of eyes on you, and he's and he's shining under the pressure. And he's just playing basketball. He's just he has he doesn't care if he's doing the dirty work. He's going for the Definitely. hustle plays, and then he's always staying ready. He's always in the triple threat position when he catches the ball. He's ready to shoot. He's ready to cut. He's ready for dump off. So shout out, shout out, uh, Stanley Johnson taking you know taking Yeah, I mean he's about to come off that ten day. Don't think he's not going. Don't think he's going anywhere. Uh, obviously, the Lakers just made that three-team deal with the Knicks uh, um, and the Cavs to trade Rondo to the Cavs. All that was, and obviously we took Denzel Valentine back, but sent him to the Knicks. So all the Lakers were doing, they were opening up a spot. I don't think you need a, a vision board or a Ouija board to tell you who they're opening that spot for. It's for Stanley Johnson. Uh, obviously, Darren Collinson, who's also played pretty well in the ten day, but I think uh, Stanley Johnson. Him out from out of retirement. Yeah, Stanley Johnson, though, has really, you know, taken that spot and, 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 and ran with it. And, I mean, we've seen him get some starts, uh, and, and you're seeing his minutes go up. And, and to the last point you made before about his three-point shooting, as long as that stays consistent at some level, he's going to have a place on the court. Because if yeah. you play the defense the way you do, compared to how everybody else on our team has been playing defense, you can have a place, right? And he immediately took, you know, some of THT's minutes, you know, swiped those away. Uh, and, and you're seeing what he's doing. And, and, and he just get, hits that consistent three every so often doesn't have to hit every single one obviously he will have a place and I want I want more players like that on Lakers right now because it's the type of thing that hopefully is a little bit infectious right like put pressure on other players to play a bit harder you know the way he plays on defense the way he plays through switches you know get other players uh, to feel like they need to do the same thing so shout out Stanley Johnson bro we're excited to have you I mean excited this is a this is a great moment even just to shout out in general what i'm loving in the nba right now is as much as you're seeing a lot of these old players come up and a lot of old players getting real good chances to play in the league now you're also seeing some younger guys some guys from d2 schools Yo, some guys that you know have been fighting their way to get into the league i'm gonna let you take that one though because that's your boy right? uh, quick shout out to my boy jalen morris he was on the austin spurs he just got an nba call up to the san antonio spurs He's out of the Division Two uh, in Long Island, Malloy College. Shout out Malloy! I played there. I went there, um, okay. and it just shows that uh, Division Two players and Division Three players can make it to that to to the NBA. You know, it's not always Division One or bust. You know, sometimes it's just a different kind of grind that you have to go through. You know, you don't have access to those. You know, um, I guess you know opportunities as a division one would have and you know jay took the took uh made the most of his opportunity and seized the moment and now he's back up in the nba again this is not like a one-time thing he's i think this is his third year in the league so just goes to show just hard work dedication just trust the process that's his motto he always says trust the process just stick stick to the grind and you could you will get recognized if you could play basketball someone is going to make sure that you have an opportunity to play the game at whatever yeah. you meant to play at. Last, so. last thing on that anyway, I mean, you play with Jay, right? Like, to NBA, right, fans, right. to NBA fans, to Spurs fans that maybe happen to hear this, like, 
you know, what would you say about Jalen Morris from the time that you played with him? It's like what you see him now, like what should NBA fans expect? I mean, I, I, from the highlights I've seen, the hustle is real in that kid and like he's ready to go. But, you know, what do you, what would you shout out? Yeah, about? You got somebody that literally does whatever the coach asks. He could play the one through four, guard the one through four, played point guard in college and he was six, six, but that just goes to show um, um, how versatile he is. And he, he makes the right, his IQ is through the roof. He makes the right reads. He knows how to play off the ball. He cuts well, spaces well. And I think uh, in the G League bubble last year, he led the bubble in three-point percentage. He's a shooter. He can hit the – and he increased his range. He showed that in summer league, he was on sports center like three times for catching bodies and even shooting mm-hmm. the ball. So if you want to see uh, – you know, so shout-out, Jay. That's all I got to say. That's my boy. Shout-out, my guy. Man, good luck to you, man. Keep doing your thing. And uh, we're over here over here in the 24 report. Keep doing your thing, though. Yes, uh, so definitely had to shout that out. Uh, I mean, listen, a couple more things you want to touch on. Um, really two main things. What do you want? Where are we going? <laughs> you I, go see, I, see, I think we're going where I think we're supposed to go. You don't know. I don't know All if right. you know where we're going. <laughs> because there's two routes we go here. And, you know, I think we go with the first one. Um, actually, you know what? I think I might switch it up on you. Maybe maybe you know I'm going to go with Trey. I'm going to go. But let me let me start with – let's start with kind of what's – what we're seeing on the court now, and then we'll go to maybe what might be coming in the future, right? So uh, obviously there's a whole lot of thoughts, criticisms, and opinions about uh, what we're seeing from Westbrook on the floor right now. Um, you know, we obviously seeing him go through two game stretch with 20 turnovers and then go into the post game press conference and kind of make light of it. Almost like that's okay that he can make those amount of turnovers and to, you know, he came out last night and only had, whoa, wait, what? Excuse me, wait, what? No, no turnovers. Oh my God, I didn't know if I read that correctly. I didn't know if I read that correctly, bro. I was almost unsure. I think they said almost oh, over 400 games since he's had a game with zero turnovers. What, what, what was it, 2016? Um, 2016, I believe it was. 2016 was the last time. game with zero turnovers. We I mean, 2016, it's 2022. I feel like Westbrook is it's it's funny like that's crazy he's one of those players you just I guess you don't really see it until he's fully on your team and you're experiencing the Westbrook experience and you're watching every play that he makes because you watch it you mean because if you just look at his stats and you just look at the highlights of when he plays you see a lot of greatness right like and and Westbrook is a great player he can get buckets but then there's that other side of Westbrook and we talked about this before that we were going to talk about it in this it's the IQ of Westbrook on the court sometimes. And it's bizarre because there's these moments where he makes some of the cleanest passes to LeBron. And I don't know if that's more on LeBron just knowing how to play with Westbrook now a little bit better. But then there are plays where the man is, I, I don't even, it doesn't look like he's a basketball player, uh, throwing bricks off the, the backboard. I mean, I he had one, he won in the game last night. Uh, dunk, last night. Dunks? How many missed dunks and missed layups? For, uh... Uh, yeah, no, man, it's, it's frustrating, especially when to what we were just talking about earlier, we were hoping to see this season, uh, you know, finally a season where LeBron can dispel some of his minutes. And of course, AD goes down, everybody goes into the health and safety protocols. Yep. And then this is kind of what we get from Westbrook. And it's tough because you see that light every once in a while. And then it just, the fourth quarter hits or something hits. And it's just like, you just Maybe. put your hand on your face, man. Like, yeah, just it's just for you. Like, where, where where's your mindset, at, uh, mindset out on uh, Westbrook and, uh, obviously, it's it's one of those things. We are we are with him for the year, probably next year, because there's a player option for 47 million, and I don't imagine anybody declining that. Um, I guess just kind of what's your opinion on, on Westbrook right now? How do you feel? Uh, um, right. So right, I guess for right now, obviously, I'm not happy with him. 
Um, how can you be happy with him? Uh, his, I'm sure if we look at his plus minus from the past couple games, that stretch, it's probably like negative 30 or something like that. But it's just with Westbrook, you kind of just have to watch each game with a hand over your face kind of thing. You just got to peek because um, you don't know what you're going to get. You know what I mean? Like we used, you just said, he his, he his aggressiveness can propel you into a win, but at the same time, it can propel you into a, a hole of just nonsense. You don't know what's going to happen. It's ups and downs, ups and downs, and your heart is just racing because you're so anxious. Of like, what is he going to do next with the ball? You're just hoping he can just pass the ball, hopefully pass it to somebody and someone can control it. But him being the point guard, if he's sped up with the ball, the team has to follow that speed because he's the one who controls the ball. So that speeds us up. But, you know, um, I think LeBron has been a little bit more on ball now just because I think he kind of he kind of tries to let Westbrook, you know, play through it. And I think he's kind of more on the all right. We're not getting anything positive in a sense from you. So I'm just going to revert back to what I know doing what I know how to do well. And I think guys are just, you know, playing off that. And hopefully um, he can just reel it back. Obviously, there's going to be times when we need him to be Westbrook. But, see, we don't need that right now. And as he's – and like you said, I just don't like how he kind of brushes things off. Like, he's a point guard. This is what he's allowed to do. You know, having zero turnovers from a point guard – since 2016, uh, MVP caliber, you're you have the ball literally all the time, and you have not had one zero turnover game. So you know that just goes to show. But hopefully you can fix it, um, just because we need to get the the ball rolling. All star break is coming up, and we can't be playing like this once the break is over. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll close this out personally. I think long term, because we are with Westbrook for the season, we are with Westbrook probably for next season. Um, but let me look at the here and now. Right. And just kind of give, I don't want to say peace of mind, but at least where I think the Lakers go with Westbrook and how they utilize him to best minimize these problems. Right. Um, first off, I think get used to the fourth quarter, not being a place where he's, he's handling the ball. Uh, and I mean, so specifically, especially late in close games, that's going to change. I mean, we're seeing more of it with LeBron ball in hand, ball coming up court. It's going to be more of that just because LeBron's going to get sick of it. If he's not, I mean, I think he already is. It's, it's nothing worse. It's nothing worse than dispelling so many minutes into a game and then blowing it. And especially to teams that we shouldn't be blowing games to. So my first solve is get the ball out of his hands, at least late in games and in really tight games, right? Like obviously even in early in the fourth quarter, you might need to have him play a point. You're just going to have to, depending on like what the, you know, what we, who we have on the court at the time. Uh, the second big thing that I'd be looking for uh, from him is focusing on just getting to the rack. I mean, like, and it, yes, finishing is like, it's weird that I, we have to say that about a point guard, like finish at the hole, like finish at the basket. But like, it's just like he, it's, it sucks because his best ability is his speed and the way he plays at that, right? Because he can get to the hoop so easily. But at times it's almost like his body moves faster than his brain. And that's not good when you're a point guard. You need to be a step ahead of everything that's happening on the court. And occasionally he'll show glimpses of that with some passes and stuff. But a lot of times he's just making plays that just don't make sense. It's like you're not aware of the situation you're in either. Like the time, I mean, it was a couple of games ago where he drove to the rack and missed. 
when he had clearly he had LeBron in the corner and he had Melo uh, on the outside and we needed a three. It's just situational awareness and situational basketball. So I think the best thing you can do to minimize that is get the ball into LeBron's hands late in game. Try to slow down the game the best you can. Try to get to get him to use his speed where it makes sense to get to the hoop. But for the most part, it's got to slow a little bit down just because mentally everyone's like, oh, it's the best thing about Westbrook. And I keep saying that now. But when we think about it, though, if you've had no zero turnover games and you're consistently having massive turnover games, clearly you're going too fast for yourself. So that's my opinion on Westbrook. I mean, that's the last thing I'll say on it. Obviously, it's yeah, I have a question for you before you close that point. Yeah. Do you think uh, Vogel play just start benching Westbrook in the last four or five minutes of a game? Man, you, you know mean? what it is? I, for, I, I, it's, it's one of those questions where immediately be like, no, what are you talking about? Like, how could you ever do that, right? Um, but when you watch him on defense too, it's one of those things where I start to think about it just because like you've seen some of the highlights where it almost looks like he got lost and forgot who he was defending yeah. on defense. Yeah. And that cannot happen either. It's, it's again, all these things that like you can't have mental miscues late in the game. The other side of it is he's making way too much fucking money to be on the bench at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, a man making 42 million a year. I like, get it. Vogel ain't going to have a choice. It's just going to be about how do we put him in the best position on the floor late in the game? And it's probably going to be off ball. It's probably going to be with LeBron, uh, bringing the ball up, you know, moving it around to him, getting him into the action and then trying to get him to get to the rack. And then hopefully know what the smart play to make in that moment is either to go up with it or to kick it out. I've said that all year. I feel like I've belabored that point of like, he just needs to like realize he doesn't need that to take it every time. And he doesn't uh, uh, have to throw it against the backboard. Like he could, he can look around and find somebody because he demands attention. When he goes to the hoop, he's getting at least two guys, uh, one guy collapsing on him, right? Because he's that explosive. So when that happens, he just needs to try to slow it down at that moment and look for the guy that's going to be open and kick it. So that's the last I'll say on that, man. Um, I mean, we have one more thing I know we want to touch on in this episode, and I think we're pretty much right on time. Um, and this one is, this one's close to your heart. This is your man. Uh, your man, THT. Uh, where are we going? Uh, I don't want to hurt you, man. I, I don't mean to do this. Shout out to the team. Shout out my boy. But damn, I, you are not hooping. You are not hooping right now. But let's let's take a moment and give him res- respect for the last game. I mean, he had 19, uh, played 19 points, played defensively well. LeBron was really impressed with the way he played, um, but, yeah, especially in his post-game press conference. I definitely agree. Definitely, you played well last game, but it was against the Kings, so. Oh, I no, I agree. I agree. But with I him, it's too we, much take what we, can we take what we can get from him, right? Like, I just need to see glimpses of some things. And, uh, you know, of course, it's not it's not something to, to shout home about. Um, the bigger piece we want to talk about this, though, is, is and, I, and I think we'll have a full episode on this as we get tighter and tighter to the trade deadline, is obviously – you know, what value THT might bring and, and who we might be looking at to trade THT for, right? I, we talked about this last year and it came to fruition, right? Kuzma got that deal and people were like, wow, that's an interesting deal for Kyle Kuzma. It's, it's all about giving them deals that are tradable, right? Like getting young guys that are talented under contract and deals that aren't too heavy, but are enough that you can match a good contract on another team, right? And we did that with Kuzma. I don't really like the way we leverage that one now when we look at it uh, for, in the Westbrook deal. But obviously with THT, I think he's on a $30 million contract, maybe $35 million for three years. Um, that's one of those things that can really, that could bring in a nice piece when you match that up with another contract, another like middling contract, and maybe a second round pick. Uh, obviously the name being floated out there, the big names, obviously Ben Simmons being floated out there. 
let's not talk about that one right now. We're not going to touch that. Uh, obviously, Buddy Hill's actively always in a conversation with the Lakers. Very interesting enough, seeing him on the sidelines uh, pregame yesterday, uh, he was talking to Jeannie Buss, and then they shook hands and he walked away. Bro, I, I, don't even know, I don't know if that's considered tampering, but I'm not about to blow that shit up. Do you, do you, Jeannie? But, I mean, the bigger name, and I think the name that you and I are most excited about potentially uh, is Jeremy Grant, right, out of Detroit. And yeah, obviously, that would be a fantastic pickup. Whether they have the desire to make a trade like that, who knows? We'd have to see. Um, but, I mean, talk about a guy that would fit what we need, right? And it's just a matter that's, of – That's my guy. I'm making that trade. THT is my guy, but Jaren, Jaren Grant is somebody that we need on – any team needs somebody like him on. He can he adds value to any team that he gets on. He you put him on a championship caliber team, championship contending team, and you just go from here to here just by having him in your rotation because he go, he defends, he's athletic, and now he has a consistent proven three point shot. So he can switch on to your point guard, or he can switch on to your foreman. He can't guard the one through four. Um, I think we need someone that versatile in the lineup. And I, that relieves pressure off. That would relieve pressure off LeBron just because he can have an athletic four that can just take the ball off the glass and just push the break. Have him on the wing, and he's getting dunks or he's catching the ball, and beaming a pass to the corner for an open three. But THT still my guy though. Still my guy. I know, man. I know it hurts. I know when we talked about this before, like when we prepared for this one, it was like. It's one of those ones you don't want to swallow and you, you want to hope that there's still a turnaround for him, right? And, and in part because what we've talked about, uh, obviously coming into the season with the injury, uh, he just has never looked right, right? I think he went into health and safety protocols as well. So he just hasn't had a real like consistent role, consistent position. And the whole team's been that way, right? So not everyone really knows their complete fit on this team yet. Um, and it's one of those things we're still figuring out. Obviously, you have none coming back soon. So, yeah. THD, we, I hope to continue to see what you did against uh, Sacramento in, in, in coming games. Uh, obviously, we have a little bit of a breather right now. It's Wednesday. Our next game won't be until Friday. So, I feel like it's the first time there's been a, like a day or two of no games for the Lakers. Um, I want to wrap it on that, though. I feel like that's a perfect place to end it. Obviously, you know, what we'll come up talking on next is we'll continue to have to talk about the, the upcoming games that we have. Uh, you're going to see the art on social, so check that out. I got to get that when I get home. I'm yes, still trapped sir. in Mexico. Um, and I guess to round it all off, shout out Kobe, shout out Will, shout out, Kobe. Shout out everybody. I hope everyone had a shout happy out Jay. New Year. Shout out your boy Jalen Morris, bro. Shout do your thing. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. Hope everyone had a happy new, uh, happy and fun, safe New Year. Hope everyone had a great holiday, uh, whatever you celebrate. And let's start the year off right. I'm excited. Yo, I'm excited. Shout out Kobe. Shout hey, out hey. Three-game win, win streak. Shout out Kobe. Let's get let's go for four on Friday. Let's go for four. four? Let's go. Let's, let's get go it. Four, bro. Let's get let's four. Get Always good, my guy. Shout out Kobe. Again, it's a 24 report, 24 minutes or less, give or take. And we're just going to continue to give you guys Lakers takes going into 2022. Let's have a great year. Let's put 2021 behind us. Let's yes. fucking do it. Yes, sir. Peace.